Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you are tuned in to another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. I am A1. You can check us out on iTunes by searching It's a Black and White Thing. Go to soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars to check out all the content every episode from one to episode 41 ampedentertainment.net um twitter facebook search at brains and bars there and as always we are in shout out to the humble one b harris uh we who's holding us down as our engineer um we got a, a full house tonight but before we get introduce our our special guests i want to bring in my homie my ace Who's always riding shotgun with me? A Ward, what's going on with you, man? Good, 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 y'all. I am AWard.com. Go visit the website. Subscribe to the email list. It's got a lot of stuff coming up. Click the hyperlinks. Follow me on all social media. We out here. It's good to be here. I'm glad that bitter cold weather is escaped us for at least a few days. Um, because last week I hated life. This week, I'm more excited. So, how you been, bro? <clears throat> good, good. Can't complain. Um, I don't – just quick side note because we got a got a jam-packed show. I don't know if you heard – saw that story about somewhere in New Hampshire at the top of this summit, it was negative 100. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool on that. Like, negative <laughs> – it was negative 100 at the top like, of this summit. Like, as a Christian, I might beef with God, like, for, like, a, a month straight. Like, just off it, the but, fact that that even happened. People were going up there. Nah, I'm cool. People were going up there. Yeah. But anyway, um, so as I said, you know, we got um, we have a packed house here tonight. Um, We got returning for his back to back appearance. Uh, You know, I guess that goes with the back to back fantasy championship that he won. Champ is here. (laughs) Champ is here. We got the homie, the lowest factor. No intro music this time. No intro. One half of um, (laughs) the same difference podcast back in the back in the house with us. How you doing, man? What's up, man? It's the Los Factor eight one six man. You can follow me on Twitter and um, Instagram sd underscore podcast one for the podcast. Holler at us, and uh, yeah, man, I'm glad to be here, man. I enjoy being here. Hey, shout out to Los getting his Instagram back. Hey, talk, oh my <laughs> god, it's, just, it's like a year and a half. Yeah, man. but they hacked me, man. I'm back though. Yeah, yeah. Haters can't keep me down. <laughs> That's what's up. And also joining us tonight for a special, special appearance. It's the boss. It's the boss. He's in the building. Reese Nichols is in the building tonight. What's going on with you, man? What's good, y'all? You know what it is. It's your boy, Reese Nichols, Amp Records, Amp Entertainment Group. I am ReeseNichols.com. You know, get at me. We all out here. Y'all know what it is. Hey, hey. So. That's the whole crew we got tonight. We got a jam-packed show for you. So we, as always, if you are new to the show, um, this show began basically with me and A. Ward arguing about college football. People told us to shut up in the group chat. Um, y'all need to go do y'all own thing. And so we started the podcast. Um, and so we kick off every podcast by going into what I have learned this week. And I learned a couple of things this week um, that, I find, that I found to be a little interesting um, so the first thing is Wild Card Weekend just took place. We we're going to talk a little bit about that. But a lot of the controversy of a Wild Card Weekend centered around the officials. You never want your officials to be the story. And they were a huge part of the story as Jeff Triplett here in Kansas City um, had an awful, awful game. Um, so awful. He should have been fired, but he said, you can't fire me. I quit. He retired after the end of that game. Um, you had officiating in the Jaguars-Bills game. Was that Jalen Ramsey catch a catch? Um, you had the 
Panthers, well, that's not an officiating thing, but in their game you had the concussion protocol thing. But, I mean, you just officiating all around and just about every game played a major factor in a negative way. In the NFL, they have these all-star crews that they put together, that they have this grading system. For the playoffs, they put together these all-star crews. So you have a bunch of guys who have not worked together all year um, working together. And, hey, Roger, I'm back to hating you again, um, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, stop with the all-star crews, bro. Like, they don't work. Um, this is like basically taking a bunch of guys, like going to pick up and, you know, you're playing for a million dollars. And it's like, hi, hi, what's your name? Right, like you're introducing yourself. You're trying to get used to these guys. It does not work. Get rid of the all-star crews. Grade the best crews across the league and let them work together in the playoffs so we don't have four progress calls on a sack, um, all this other foolishness. So get that out of here. Uh, second thing I learned this week, so watching a lot of ESPN because, you know, basketball is getting ready to crank up. They have their Saturday night promotion for the NBA, and in the past, like they've used Kanye's flashing lights. Um, I think last year they used um, Kendrick Lamar's. It wasn't Humble. It was um, DNA, I think, for that promo. Now if you tune in to their NBA broadcast, they got the hip-hop Dalmatians running 10 um, out here doing some bebop, hippity-hop, skippity-skip, <laughs> jazzy rapping. And, like, I've never seen these dudes before in my life. The rapping is horrible. And I know they, they slash, you know, they've been, you know, letting people off because, you know, money's not flowing. But apparently they also slashed the marketing budget because I don't know where they got these dudes from. They need to get them up out the paint. Um, last thing that I learned. Um, so NCAA championship game happened last night. Great game. Well, great ending. I don't know if it was a great game, but great ending. What time did, hold, what time did the game start? I didn't catch. I was in class. So what time did the game start? Game started at 8. 19? 8 o'clock? Our time. So it would have been 9-something their time, right? So that's why I was almost... No, I apologize. 7-19. Seven. Seven, so 8-19. Yeah. About 7-20 So 7-19 Central Time. Yeah, Central Time. So about 8-20. Yeah. Dog, no. Nah, not. So yes, why no. was it 11... And this is before overtime. It was 11 o'clock in the fourth quarter. Like, by the time yeah, the game ended, night. it was near midnight. They also had a halftime show. Yeah, but Kendrick only performed like 10 minutes. Yeah, I assume they probably put on 15 minutes of the... But anyway, yeah. They got to find a way to cut that down. Yeah. Like, dog, like, I'm putting together the itinerary for the show. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, yo, I got work in the morning. No, you know, I love football. I was falling asleep. I literally, six minutes to go in the game, close game, good game. I'm falling asleep. Like, I, even, I was in, I was trying to watch it. I couldn't. I, and when it went to overtime, I was pissed off. Like, I was, <laughs> like, I was happy just football-wise or whatever. But, like, I literally, like, rolled my eyes. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to move fast. Like, I can't have a 7 o'clock game rolling into the fourth quarter and it's like 10.30. Like, ESPN, I get y'all got to put on the show. It's programming. But I need y'all to do something. I need y'all to fix that, like, ASAP. Because, again, I, I'm going to watch, but I don't want to miss a great ending because I'm pretty sure somebody fell asleep. Well, we know one person. Fell asleep <laughs> thinking Georgia won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then woke up this morning to go, wait, them suckers, Bama won Let's again? Let's be honest, that one person just said that and actually doesn't even watch sports. <laughs> so. well, yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I learned a lot this week. That's what I learned. If you want to hit us up with what you learned this week, go to twitter.com backslash. Oh, no. Actually, go to Twitter. Search at Brains and Bars. Let us know what you learned this week or hit us up on Facebook and let us know what you learned this week. And as we always do in this segment, A. Ward, what are you looking forward to this week, my man? What am I looking forward to this week? Last week we didn't talk too much about it. 
Um, but we always do have like somewhat of a segment about battle rap on the show um, since I dive into that particular area often. So this Sunday, Kansas City, um, if you do listen to this, we welcome you out. We're at the Riot Room from 4.30 p.m. to 8. This will be my return battle into Kansas City since my St. Mike battle, uh, battling a guy named Eli B. So uh, I'm excited about getting back into the battlefield, being back home in regards to battling, having the homies around me. Um, I'm excited for that. And then obviously, since I am now a hardcore diehard Saints fan, um, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to um, the uh, the divisional round. And then most importantly, man, I'm just looking forward to uh, to you getting you know healthy. You know, I hear that you you doing title boxing now, and you know you you, you know out here working now and going through the phases of you know being. <laughs> I'm just kind of you know. Uh, you know, I just been praying for you, man. Just want to make sure that you're good, bro. Man, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm cramping right now. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to maintain, but I'm dying right now. Like yo, I'm just gonna say, man, man up, man. man. Hey, at one point I thought this dude <laughs> gotta suck it up. Bro. At one point yeah, I thought this, up, man. At one point I thought this dude Los was like recording you. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, no, I didn't think about it. I should. My wife went title boxing. She didn't act like that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for y'all listening, in I the, do in not the, um, care. For y'all listening, in the middle of my segment, there, um, a one apparently uh, caught a cramp in um, uh, every <laughs> limb on his body, bro, because um, he just hit us with the Elaine dance from Seinfeld <laughs> over here. I'm, like I'm standing up right now. I can't sit down. Like I cannot sit down right now. Like yo, I need a masseuse. Somebody help me. Please. Hey, pause that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be <laughs> so what we gonna do now is we gonna listen to a song. You, you better go schedule that. I didn't ask y'all to help somebody call Massage Heights. Some oh my god, like I'm in pain. Yo, that is that is some high intense stuff. Bro. Like <laughs> like straight up. Like you they they yeah. It's a full body workout. As I'm apparently finding out. Right uh, Los yeah, yeah. Reese, y'all got anything you looking forward to this week, man? Uh, what am I looking forward to? You got paid week? for all your wins yet? Oh man, my money, my money, my money's good. You know what I'm saying? My PayPal loves me. You know what I'm saying? My PayPal loves me, man. Uh, man, I'm saying I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that PayPal. Uh, and uh, what am I looking for? I'm looking forward to football. Yeah, looking forward to playoff football. Looking forward to your battle. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm gonna stop by there, man, and check that out. Yeah, I'm just looking forward, man, for this week to be kind of over, man. It's my first week back of, back at work, man. So I'm just, <laughs> ah, man, I'm ready for Friday already. That's hilarious. Yep. What about you, man? Oh, man, I don't know if I have that much that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I feel you. I feel Reece you. forgot though. what week it is. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> all these days kind of run together now. Oh. oh, man, I'm looking forward to the battle. Definitely want to, you know. Get because since A Ward ain't been in Kansas City since he been international ward and Hollywood and all you know that you know I you know I, I ain't this time I ain't got to watch it on YouTube. You got to catch a flight to see, to it, see you know, it. You know, so, know what I'm saying? Um, I'm looking forward to that, man. Hopefully, a same difference podcast come out this week. Looking yeah, forward to listening real. to that. Oh yeah. Um, I got some new music I'm fin- finishing up, man. So looking so. forward to all that. So I'm looking forward to the playoffs, man. Like. Football is my favorite sport by far, so even though, you know, it's a sad – I'm not sad because, you know, Kansas City did what Kansas City does, but so I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm rooting for the Steelers to, to go. 
And I would love to see them play the Saints. So I would love that. That's Super that Bowl. Would that would be a see, good so. Super Bowl. I would definitely ride yeah, with that Yeah, so that's Bowl. what I'm looking forward to is the playoffs, man. And then, you know, shout out to the Lakers, man. I, I, hey. You know, I, keep, yeah. I keep all my eyes on that. That's why I could stay up last night and watch the game because <laughs> being that the Lakers is on the West Coast, <laughs> I'm used to staying up to midnight to finish the game. Right. So that's what I do. So. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So, once again, let us know what you're looking forward to as well. Again, you can go to our Twitter page at Brains and Bars, and same as Facebook. Let us know what you're looking forward to this week. Um, and so, now that we are kind of back in our groove, we're also back with our, I don't want to say songs of the week, but artists of the week. But, you know, we're going to have a couple of songs that we're going to play as we get finish out this first segment and jump into our next segment as we will be talking about, uh, cheap, or actually, the National Championship game, which was the highlight of last night and the highlight talk of today so as we get ready to jump into our first song of the week it is from actually the boss since the boss is in the building you know it is reese nichols he's talking about some new music he's got coming out got an ep coming out um called blank canvas right yep, yep, blank okay canvas. so blank canvas is coming soon the first single from that album uh, from that ep is called black paint It's featuring champ green so that's what you're about to listen to and you listen once again, this is Reese Nichols, Black Paint featuring Champ Green, and you listen to It's a Black and White Thing. We'll be right back after this. Nichols Black Paint featuring Champ Green from the upcoming EP Blank Canvas. You can go cop that single right now wherever digital music is being sold. And as always, please remember, please cop the music and then go and stream it. Help these artists out. Put some money in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? So, as we alluded to... <laughs> You're like smack over there. Know what I'm saying? Hey. Know what I'm hey. saying? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I right saw Smack... <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I saw Smack tweet for like the first time. Like Smack, smack tweets like he's a 50 year old who just found the internet for the first like it was pretty crazy to see him tweet hey, but yeah smack he yeah he ain't the brightest crayon in the whatever i'm gonna chill i'm gonna chill because <laughs> i don't want to offend no political connects i mean i don't know if you're gonna be on the url stage anytime soon I so digress. there we go yeah so we gonna move on so anyway national championship game last night alabama versus georgia i think a lot of people were apprehensive about this game being that it was an all-SEC title game the last go. time that happened. It was LSU versus Bama. It was boring as all get out. It was Six not fun. Uh, no, it ended up being 21-0. That 9-6 game happened in the regular season. Oh, okay, the 9-6 game. Okay. Yep, 
It was 21-0. Bama beat uh, LSU in a game that was ultimately boring. We yeah. thought – it looked first half. It looked like we were headed that same direction. Yeah, first quarter. I'd say first quarter I definitely thought we were headed there. Yeah, so it did not look like it was going to be a very interesting game. Um, Jalen Hurts was a kid that I had a lot of hopes for in terms of just being a football fan. I thought, you know, give that kid two years and he's going to be the man. Um, but it didn't turn out to be that way. And in the second half, um, you know, Nick Saban makes a surprising move to bring in a true freshman, um, Tua Tonga Vailoa. I hope I said that right. Um, and he came in and, you know, I like to call him Hawaiian Sophie. Um, I also like to call him Honolulu Russ, um, you know, but he came Who's in. Sophie? So Hawaiian Sophie is the first single from Jay-Z ever. Like that's the first song Jay-Z ever put out. It's featuring Jazz O, gotcha. um, who was like his mentor. And so, you know, that's why I call him Hawaiian Sophie. Um, he also reminds me of, of Russell Wilson. So that's why I call him Honolulu Russ. Um, just a humble kid from Honolulu, you know what I'm saying? So he comes in and he lights the world on fire. They win the game in overtime. So, I, I mean, we can go around the room, but just your reactions to let's start with the decision with Nick Saban to replace Jalen Hurts, who I think they said 25-2 and two as a starter, got you to back-to-back championship games, and you decide to replace your incumbent starter at halftime. Just We can go around the room and just get your thoughts on that decision when you saw it happen. Um, I ex- I, I wouldn't say that I was, like, extremely surprised because it's Nick Saban, and I know, like, that Nick Saban, he wants to win at all costs, and it was very apparent that Jalen Hurt was not about to bring them back into that game. They were down 21-9 to at halftime, I believe. Was it 21 then? Uh, 21 to 3. three. I don't think they yeah. – yeah, they hadn't scored a touchdown. Three. Okay, yeah, I don't, yeah, it definitely wasn't 21-9 at any time. But they were down 21-3, to three, and let's be honest, Jalen Hurt's um, – um, the characteristics he possessed that would would get you back in the game is not really throwing the football in that aspect. And so, um, <clears throat> Tua, um, I've seen some highlights of him during the year. Obviously, he had the huge top 10 play where he dropped back, spun, you know, hit the guy. Um, I, I felt like that he probably was a better passing option than Jalen Hurts. So, whenever it, it happened, I thought to myself, like, one, like, we're going to be talking about this for a long time, whether or not they win or lose. I mean, if they go in there and he doesn't do anything, you know, it's going to be, why did you bench Jalen Hurts? Um, but since he did win. But, um, but no, it, it didn't surprise me. Um, but like I said earlier, Nick Saban gives zero intercourses about <laughs> anything but winning. Um, I tell you what, that more surprised me was the benching of Scarborough and Damian Harris to put in the freshman running back. I thought that was a little bit more different um, because those are two names that, I mean, I, I didn't anticipate a third, the third option getting, you know, the bulk share to carries in the second half. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit that in just a second, but I, I'm going to hear from you other guys first when we jump into that. I'm going to say, man, like, Nick Saban did what a coach should do. Like, I was so happy he made the choice. Like, when you want to win – that's the type of decisions that you have to make. Like the Chiefs might still be in the playoffs <laughs> right now. I knew it was. Co- I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was coming. I mean, because you could just. I mean, and I could understand a halftime. Maybe like it didn't look like like Alex Smith should have went out, but fourth quarter maybe so. But I, I love the move to to make it because you could kind of look in his eyes and tell that their quarterback just wasn't about to get it done. Like like and it was like this is your last game is win or go home. So you have you have to make a type of decision like, do I trust this guy to get it done? 
and be willing to live with the fact that if it don't work, I made the decision. I'd rather do make the move and live with the fact of, okay, I made the move, it didn't work, then next day, like, man, what would have happened if I'd have changed my quarterback at halftime? So, shout out to Nick Saban, man. Like, that's, that's a boss move, man. Do you see, like, football ever getting to the let's go with the hot hand type mentality? Like, um... I mean, obviously, you know, football is a very different sport from that of basketball. But, like, you, you know, somebody comes in off the bench, you know, as a guard and he's hit 12, 14, 16 points, you know, the starter might sit down for a little while longer. Like, do you ever see that mentality of, like, all right? Or is it just basically, like, okay, you started, you start, you know. No, nah, I mean, football coaches, I think, buy into that completely. Do you like, o- Does this open the lane for, <clears throat> for coaches to feel more okay with subbing out starting quarterbacks like what, what is it it does it does it set a trend like no nah. no nah, because coaches are creatures of habit um normally your starters getting most of the reps and and to go back to Reese's point like you're not Nick Saban right like you know like like everybody <laughs> everybody got the power right Right, so it's, Kirby it's so, Smart. Yeah. So, Kirby, as soon as they do it, they, they will be on the phone calling like the players on the phone with, with the owner, like, uh, I'm going to need you to put Alex right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody can't, only, there's only like a select few Urban, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. And just end of story. Um, Belos, your thoughts on the game, man? Man, I'm going to tell you, man, I was one of those unfortunate people. <laughs> that's no <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those unfortunate people that fell asleep uh, on the game, and I was upset because I I didn't see it coming. Like I didn't know, I, like I didn't feel like I was about to go to sleep on the game. But I guess it was one of those long commercials, man. Got me, man. It was a good game. We know what it was, bro. And I, your first day back to work yesterday, first, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything was thrown off. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm surprised Los admitted that he fell asleep. Right, because now right. that's two people. Because he's he's the type that'll fall asleep, get up in the morning, and watch Sports Center, act like he's seen the game. <laughs> right, right. Listen, right. listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I woke up about three or four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I kind of jumped up like. I was doing something before this. <laughs> I was like, the games. So I went to ESPN, and I saw that Alabama. I said, ain't this up? You know what I'm saying? Because I really wanted Georgia to win just because I didn't want Alabama to win. So, but I mean, I mean, on the game, man, I thought it was an exciting game. I was really happy with the way Georgia was playing. And I was, and I was trying to figure out, was it Georgia defense or was it just Alabama's just – they just couldn't get it. They couldn't. Like, it was wasn't clicking. Georgia defense was wrong. No, yeah. I, I mean that kid made plays, man. Honestly, we we talked about it a little earlier. I thought it was the offensive play calling for Georgia and what they were able to not do in the second half and how they utilized. I mean, we seen some stats earlier. Like Sony Michelle is obviously the, the better back. running back of the two and I, one I of the best he was, backs though. I thought in he, the I nation. Thought he was. And he caught six carries. You know, so it kind of takes you back to that whole, um, you know. Um, Falcons-Patriots game where you're like, what happened to uh, DeFonte Freeman, you know, in the second half? Yeah. And then you're feeling like, what the heck is going on? Why are they still, you know, and, and Sonny Michelle like, had really – I mean, he was falling forward for two, three yards every time he touched the ball. Yeah. And Nick Chubb was – I mean, I think he averaged one and a half, two yards a carry, something to that extent. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it was a lot of that in regards to um, – I don't like that. Chubb. 
I mean, like he just didn't have the the speed. He didn't yeah. have that explosiveness. Whereas Sony Michelle, like he was, yep. he was had the he speed going. Plays. He was juking. He was truck like he was basically hitting all the Madden combos you want. Here, let me hit you with the L two. Then I got the spin move. Then I'm about to hit you with the truck stick. Like he was, he was hitting everything. Swift was just running past people. Um, Hartman was killing. I then mean, the Wildcat. The they they went to the Wildcat probably yeah. a couple too many too times. Too many times. Um, you know, I know you it's scored first, that one touchdown on. Yeah, the there, first but, touchdown on it was a nice I, play. Yeah, call. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great play call. Yeah. But it's just like you can't just. It's Keep Alabama. going back to it like you're that. not I mean, Felix Jones and Darren McFadden back there, like, and that's and I also feel like too, the part of the thing when you play Alabama, and I'm pretty sure this was going through the Georgia players too, because in my head I was counting down the clock. I'm like, okay, right, six minutes. I'm like, Bama. I mean, Georgia. Y'all got six minutes. Just get two first downs. Like you don't right. have to score here. Just keep kind of draining the clock. Like you're trying to. I think they part of that too was they were trying to play to. I don't want to say not to to lose it. But they felt like things weren't going their way, and so now you're trying to you're going back to your tried and true. You're going back to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has been the so man. So hard not to use the word momentum. Oh, right it's not now. momentum, bro. <laughs> it's not momentum. Because here's the thing: Here when we did go. no? I don't want to hijack this. Go. I don't want to hijack this. When did they lose momentum? Before, or after they went up twenty-one to three? No, wait, wrong, wrong game, wrong game. Because right? they never up twenty-one to three. Yeah, they were. That was a halftime score. Georgia. They were twenty one to three. No, it was fourteen to three. 14. Thirteen. It was thirteen. Nothing at half. Oh, yeah, they came I'm mixing. ADR. I'm mixing my my yeah. my uh, blown lead games yeah, up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, but again, but to but that I digress. But I mean, again, like I feel like they were just trying to hold on just long enough, and if they could get out of there. But here's the crazy thing about Bama. Like you talked about last night with Tua. Like I got to see this guy as a Tennessee fan for the next four years. But yo, look how many freshmen. Yeah, they're like loaded. Nick Saban was just like, okay, the this these old models aren't getting it done. Deploy 2.0 out here, and then you got Najee Harris looking like you know Ty Gurley just running through people, yeah. running past people. You got true freshmen catching touchdown passes, making big plays, and then you got a true freshman quarterback all on offense. And what was I read the stat that Alabama had 36 five star players that was more than the other three teams in the college football playoff combined. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Georgia just signed probably the best recruiting class in the last ten years, like overall. Like when it, it yeah. And I, like when stuff like this, man. Like I just, I'm really hyped when schools get a chance to like make it to a level to where they their recruiting class can like, you know, like like get bigger. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, these schools, I mean, that's, that's why the good schools stay great. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, the recruiting class, I mean, you're not going to see some five-star kid say, you know what, let me try my luck with Texas Tech. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, like, these kids, they want to be right. at the prime It's not basketball. Schools. You might have somebody that's yeah. a blue-chip recruit say, I want to go be the big man on campus yeah. at Cal. Because because they know that it's hey, that's basketball. Right. I'm they can go a be year. a big man on yeah. campus, like, easy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And but like, it's football, it's not, it's not the case. And plus, you know, Nick Saban's willing to do what other coaches want. Like, I don't know if you've seen that video of Nick Saban doing the wobble. <laughs> at the recruits house like he's at he's in some black family's household and like they're doing the wobble and nick is no and it's not like nick is kind of like like the wobble's happening and he's there no he's big girls want you back you know like he, <laughs> like he is there he's nick in it saban will be whatever that recruit like, like whatever is going on in their house if they up there uh 
like like skinning the alligators. He's gonna be right there, like skinning. I mean, like he's he's gonna do whatever. Yeah. Because I mean, that's what coaches do. When you go to recruit, I mean, you, I mean, this is what you do. You're trying to get this kid. You're and you're you're really you're you're really trying to win over the family. You know I'm what I'm saying? You're for Bama to win. You really? Want, you wanted Bama to win? What you got? Of course. But you got I got family. My, my roots is in Alabama, bro. So mm-hmm. you I, really wanted Bama to I, win? I, I was all in for Bama to win. Like you know what I'm saying? My whole, my, I don't know how like I feel. Alabama. What do you mean? Oh no! Like, I don't know how I feel like I'm a Bama type dude. Like that really like I thought I knew. I know you had. I know you had your little sweater on. Yeah, you got the crimson and gray on. You know what I'm saying? I know sweater on. Shout out to Bevel, I, I, man. I, 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 you know? Nah, I, I, uh, I feel some type of way about that. Of course, man. it's like lesser of two evils, you know. Um, part of me is like excited because you know I'm a big SEC fan. I really wanted Georgia to win. That way, I could say that six SEC teams have won a national championship in the last twenty years. Um, half of the original conference. So, you know, I wanted Georgia to win, but um, but it didn't happen. So. Shout out to Texas for winning their bowl game. Like I said, helps recruiting, man. Like, yeah. hey, we just want a hey, bowl Texas game. Texas needs but all the help <laughs> they can. But bump Tom Herman. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. As a crew, as it. a label. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, oh, let me check. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. Chill. When you st- – like, when people talk bad about the like the organization, but I said, listen, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not defending anybody. <laughs> all I'm going to say is I like Texas because I, I get it. Like, I get it. So, I'm not – hey, do your thing. I get it. Shout out to Texas, though. So, real quick, um, in the news, UCF, um, they went undefeated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was the Peach Bowl. They defeated Auburn yeah. to go to go 12-0, and or 13-0, and actually. They had a championship parade. They have declared themselves national champions. <laughs> they like the governor or somebody. I think, like, like the governor or something. Yeah, said, somebody, yeah. like, declared them national champions. They, they, Silly. So because, they got, of course, they, you do. They got bonuses. Yeah. They got bonuses for being national champs. All, all the coaches did. Um, and so there's been a lot of talk about the college football playoff. Obviously, there was a lot of, of heated debate over Bama getting in because they didn't win their conference. Um, they didn't play in the conference championship game. Hello, Big 12. You don't need a conference championship game. Um, but should the playoff expand? I'm not saying the, how many. The simple question is should the playoff expand? Yes. Mm. Uh. I say yes, man. I, okay, okay. Look, my thing is, this, if you say yes, like, how can you tame that monster? Like, okay, so it's an expand, but just like somebody's always gonna want it to expand more. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just, feel, I just feel like there's, like, there's no pleasing the people, and I want those people. Like, you're not gonna please me with the playoffs because you're never gonna make it to where I feel like it should be. Which is some crazy thing, you know what I'm saying? So like, like you can't really get into pleasing people. So you gotta stick to it. Like you gotta stick with what you have, and just say this is what we're doing. How, but if how, you keep adjusting it, how how's many, that gonna how work many, out? How many? Um, I'm trying to think. Like you know how NFL got divisions. So like the SEC, Big Twelve. Like how many of them is it? Like is it a way to break that up? So it's five power conferences. Those right. are, you know, Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, ACC, SEC. That was every. That's the five, right? So if we made six power conferences, could they 
in some ways split that into six and then just have a playoff of the you know how like the top of the division go. You know how like, long in, in, college in the, football would be though. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think somebody played. I just don't fifteen. Know. I, just, I, just I think like more Georgia teams deserve to be there. That's not yeah. there. I think Georgia played fifteen games this year. Yikes! What if now? Just thought about this. What if the, your whole college? You know, this you can shoot this down if you want to. What if your whole college games are a playoff? Like every like, like your entry, you know, like your whole thing is that you go into brackets. So from the jump, from the jump. Nah, that don't, that don't, that don't work. Nah, okay. that okay. don't work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you shut that down. Shut that down. I'm just saying though, like. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I do feel though, if you don't win your conference, you shouldn't be in. The, in so, a, so obviously, I don't know. I don't know if you read. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Swinging the miss, bro. All right, <laughs> the idea. I'll just play anyway. Of four. Right? Is it four? It's four yeah. major mm-hmm. conferences. It's um, well five. Are you saying making it 16, make a it super a 16? 16, 16 teams in a conference, four conferences. Your conference champs all go. You have to win the conference championship to go. And then bringing in um, – How what long is, it? is this, though? This is going to take forever. I'm thinking it's going to – I mean, at, at well, a no, game. Because it's not round robin. I mean, make – This is not round – I'm not all... saying it has to be round robin. I'm saying, you know, same amount of games, but you have to win the conference championship. That way, you know, you're at least playing – you know, each other in a sense. Rather I think than all colleges should have to play the same amount of games. Like, <laughs> I mean, but they do. It's just that if well, be honest, do you with think, the conference championships, that's where you get yeah. these extra games. Do in. you think UCF is the national champion? Do you agree with what they did? I don't – I mean, eh, I don't mind it. I think that if – I think that I would have loved to have seen something, some scenario where we go, okay, UCF, you went undefeated. You get a shot. Right, you get a shot. I mean, but but the flip side of me goes, well, these kids aren't getting paid, right? Yeah, but, so, and I'm not I'm not trying to make them play an NFL schedule for my entertainment. Regardless who of the schedule, beat? let's go off how good they were. Yeah, I'm like, about to say who did they really beat? Besides who did they replace? Who did they replace in it. those four? Nobody. National champion would be had who they had to replace. Right, they don't replace any. I mean, that's and that's the thing. Like, it's the way the scheduling set up because scheduling is done so far in advance. Like, it's really hard to to try to get UCF to know UCF is going to be that good, number one, and then to get them to play Auburn, A&M, LSU. Like, how do you – I mean, that's just – that's tough. There is no perfect solution. Like, this is – to me, this is the closest you're going to get. The perfect solution is just recognizing you're Central Florida. <laughs> Dang, that's just kind of harsh. And no – I mean, I mean that, look, that, that's you perfectly – Unless you want to make the move and yeah. – yeah. I mean, let that's me perfectly see. true. I mean, that, that's facts, though. If you I'm, have to understand that. Like Boise State's been asked to join, uh, I want to say the Big Twelve and different, different. I'm pretty sure that, that was, they've been. It was rumored. I don't think they ever were officially invited. It was always rumored. But I, I'm just saying, like, if you're not are fervently trying your hardest to get into some of these conferences, like I feel like there's room for some people, but I feel like they would rather, you know, I even read an article that said I don't know if it was a just a troll article or what, but it said Tulane now was decided that the 1998 championship was going to be theirs, and they were going to put a banner up. I mean, look, I think I'm like, it, where does that stop now? One year, 1970s, Richard Nixon declared Texas the national champion. 
I mean, so I mean, it can you can do what you this want. This isn't a subjective sport. Like you don't just go home like yo, <laughs> yo. I actually think I won that game. Yeah, well, I say if when if Central or whatever, like Central Florida, they're declaring themselves national champions. They do that because why not? Why, why not? not? They're undefeated. Yeah. I mean, it, it it gives the school the morale. You know what I'm but saying? Like, like, what it's if a you big vacationing boost? in Florida? You kicking it. You at the bar. You know, you having a drink. Dude, besides, you got on some Central Florida gear. You start debating back and forth, and he's like, "Bro, we won a championship last year." No, the hell you did not. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you mean? <laughs> As a fan some of Central, some type of sports trivia, right. who won the national? Like, like the answers only Central Florida when you're in Central yeah. Florida. Right. <laughs> like he, Everybody like, else is Alabama. Right, like Alex Rebecca, like, oh, I'm sorry. We consulted with the judges. Central Florida yeah. was actually you the actually great. said gangsters paradise. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you man. lose. <laughs> but, y'all, let us know what you think, man. What are your thoughts? Do you agree with Central Florida declaring themselves a national champions? Give us your thoughts on the on the national, the actual real national <laughs> championship game between Georgia and Bama. Alabama. <laughs> Hit us up, man. Again, go to Facebook, at Brains and Bars, Twitter, at Brains and Bars. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, coming up next on our next song of the week, it is the good homie Sway. This is called Window, Su- Window Seat, excuse me, featuring Luca, and you listen to It's a Black and White Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clap with me now. Yeah, uh, it's saying to me, I'm talking. Yeah. felt this way cause it don't really make a difference if you hear every word i said i made an everyday mission to get up off my feet instead of take a seat cause it ain't really your decision yeah you wanna walk the valley or hit that peak maybe you've got time but i don't have time i don't have time to waste if I'm doing everything, you're not doing anything. I don't have time to wait. Everything is changing. If I stayed, it would be one big mistake. I keep staring out this window. Like where the wind blow would change a thing. I came spending my days looking out the window. Here on the It's a Black and White thing. That was the good homie Sway, Window Seat featuring Luca. You can go purchase that wherever digital music is being sold. So in this next segment, um, I hate to do it, but you know, it is time. I've waited two segments to do it. Uh, we live in Kansas City. We all watched the game this weekend. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs took on the Tennessee Titans in the division on the wild card playoff game. Um, we're up 21 to 3. They did not score a point in the second half. They went on to lose that game for the second year in a row, blowing a double-digit lead to the Tennessee Titans, and they lost the game 22-21 to to be eliminated from the playoffs. Um, I've said it before. Here's one thing I didn't say in what I've learned, and I'll turn it over to you guys after I say this to get your reactions from that game. Um, 
The Kansas City Chiefs, I said this before, they find the most inventive ways to break their fans' hearts. Um, And what I've learned is that I am never trusting them again. I will pick against the Chiefs to lose every playoff game from here until they prove me wrong and win a Super Bowl. They could go 16-0. They could have the most dominant offense we've ever seen. They could have the new age Randy Moss on one side, the new age Jerry Rice on the other, Joe Montana, Barry Sanders in the back. Who they got in the first round? They're losing. (laughs) I'm done trusting. And I picked them just last week to go to the Super Bowl because I thought they could do it. I thought this was the year because I thought they had the the tools. So I'll turn it over to you guys. You guys can start the postmortem. Um uh, I'm breaking down the body. I guess I'm going to go. I, I'll go first just because I have the less stock in this conversation. Uh, I will say this. Let Trey lightly. Uh, I, will, <laughs> I will say this. There was a point in the I said the Chiefs' only problem will be if and when they play the Steelers. I feel like they could beat the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? That's how I was feeling. I mean, I felt like Tennessee was a was like a speed bump. Like, like this, that, this is going to go over this. Is this little speed bump and just get over it. And then uh they went up 21 to 3. And I said, "Listen, this is, I mean, it's Tennessee. Mariota is not the quarterback to bring you back." You know what I'm saying? Like he's not going to. He's been he's been a bomb. I've been watching Mariota all season. You know, and he's not he's not that guy. And then they scored, and I said, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> I said, "Mariota, what are you doing out here?" You know what I'm saying? Like, what is Tennessee doing? They scored again, and I said, "The Chiefs will lose this game." And I just, I just said that because it just. And it's the cult star bringing all back in my head. So I, I feel bad for the Chiefs fans because they have to get to this same round and lose. And I know I know they hurting. You know what I'm saying? So I feel bad for Chiefs fans, man. Listen, so this is my take on it, man. I feel bad for them. First of all, there's a saying that says you cannot hate anything unless you love it. Kansas City Chiefs, I hate you. <laughs> I freaking hate you. Now, shout out to the Chiefs, man. They still my squad. Listen, I was in Indianapolis at the stadium when they blew that huge lead. After the stadium, I had probably one of the worst comments that I ever said to anybody in my life. So if the homeless guy ever hears this, this, this podcast, I apologize. <laughs> Because what did you say to a homeless guy? Nah, so this is it's not safe for work, man. We're, it's in a, <laughs> we're leaving from the Indianapolis game. Oh gosh. We've been talking crazy to the Indianapolis fans, so now we gotta walk across to the thing. We lost. I'm <laughs> mad. And this homeless guy <laughs> sitting on the ground with his cardboard and his blanket. Oh God! Looks up to me and says, "I guess you're gonna have a long ride home." I do. I don't want to know what you said, bro. And I, I do say, not want to know what you said right now. I said, "At least I have a home to go to." <laughs> it was one of the worst moments of my life. 
immediately. How dare you? <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I turned, I went my pastor and I turned to him and I said, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so if you're listening, I'll, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I apologize. Oh, Be there as it may, this is a new year. And I'm not surprised. Like, I am so not surprised. Oh, that's so dirty. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to recover. That's so trifling. Okay, man. I'm good. Hey, Keep going. Keep going. Like the, the element of like wow. anger that you have had like in your heart at the time when you hear something like that, man. He caught me at a bad moment. Hey, that's a three o. That's a three o body though. Let me hey, be honest. He caught you at a bad time. He caught me at a bad time. He caught you at a bad time. You a bad time. You know, you know. I mean, hurt people, I, hurt people. Like who knows? Hey, real talk. Hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. Listen, he was like. I could get some satisfaction out of my life right now. In like. his face, like, like I still see it in my in my mind today. Like his face was so defeated. Like I had to repent, y'all. Like I had to go talk to the Lord. But anyway, like real talk. So, so I'm not surprised. I didn't pick the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. I was just happy they made the playoff. And I said, you know what? Alex Smith's about to show us why we got to get rid of him this offseason. And I'm not putting it all on him, but we know what it is. And I'm just like, this is what's about to happen. It's Al Smith's fault. I would have been more confident in a close game. I feel like if we'd have been in a close game, we would have still fought hard the second half, play calling would have kind of, you know, it came out. Everybody's trying to say Andy Reid took back over, came out, Matt Nagy called the whole second half. He admitted it, said he failed in the play calling and all that. Yeah, cool. But my thing is, I would, when they went up 21-3, at half, I said, we're going to lose. I knew it. I, I knew we were about to lose because I knew we were about to turn into this conservative team that with no killer instinct and that somehow, and then once Mariota threw a pass that Darrell Reeves defended perfectly and it bounced back into his hands and he scored, it just reminded me of that fumble on the goal line in Indianapolis where they got the ball back. I said, it's over. We're done. And that's, crazy. that's um, what happened. <clears throat> I feel like Andy Reid should be fired. Yikes. Yikes. That's tough. I feel like you just lost to a playoff team who backed into a playoff spot. Well, they won that final game. But they won that final game to get in. No, because it was the Ravens. They had to have the Ravens lose. No, that was the Bills. That was the Bills. That Tennessee was the Bills. Was they won. Tennessee okay. was winning in, so All they right. beat the Jaguars. Okay, so uh, forgive me there. You playing the worst of all of the playoff teams. That's not true. Bills. The B- Bills by far. I disagree. They about the same. Did you not watch that game? The Bills. They were also horrible. playing a much better defense. And the Jags are pretty horrible too. I mean, listen. If you cannot argue. I mean, I mean, I mean. Who like, would you rather have quarterback in Tyrod Taylor or Mariota? Mariota. Mariota. Easy. No way. Easy. No. So the problem is not Mariota. The problem is their coaching. The coach is awful. The coach is not good. The coaching staff of the Titans is not good. The and the fact, staff, okay. The coaching staff don't. Do, they well, do not we'll know what they have that. in Mariota. Then they we'll don't. ride with that. How porous is the coaching staff for the Tennessee Titans? It's not. Andy Reid should have beat the brakes off people. But here's but this is the thing. This goes, and where where were where were we playing? At home. In what? One of the best, one most of the best. terrifying stadiums 
in the NFL, quote unquote, right? The loudest. How long has it been since they won a home playoff game? 94, Joe Montana. So, you mean to tell me all of these (laughs) things, like, like, this wasn't, you know, the Colts game was at the Colts. They had Andrew Luck. They had T.Y. Hilton. Like, you were playing the the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, who all of a sudden looked like a a top – First or second round fantasy pick next year. I swear, Derrick Henry just runs. Like, I feel like he just, like Forrest Gump, like he just puts his head down and just runs, and he just waits for somebody to hit him. Like, they made Derrick Henry, Henry look like an all-pro running back. I, so, I think the loss of Chris Jones obviously was a huge Absolutely. part of that. Like, once Chris Jones went out, I feel like that's when their running game really, really took. And, look, Bob Sutton, uh, I mean, he's got to go. Fire Bob. He's got to go. Like, that alignment they have where you have – Three down linemen all the way to the left. Only one, only one. Uh, I think it might have been a linebacker. I don't think it was a D lineman. It was a linebacker. It was, it was, it was three down linemen <clears throat> to the left, and then a linebacker, and I want to say a strong safety. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> How box. long has Andy been there? Five, Five years. years. Has he won a game that mattered yet? I mean, he got them their first playoff win in forever. Playoff win. So I Against the now. Texans. True. They were quarterbacked by Brian Hoyer. True. I think they beat the Texans two years in a row, didn't they? It was a playoff win. I'll take that. I mean, so I don't think you can – and this goes back to Marvin Lewis. The New Lewis. England game has to be considered – Yeah. That so, has to be a – But I think you go back to Marvin Lewis and why he still has a job because, one, if you fire hey, him, if you fire him, who are you going to replace him with? So do you, do you admit that the expectations for the Kansas City Chiefs are the same than that of the Cincinnati Bengals? As a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you would never admit that. I mean, but I'm not. I'm a supporter, so right. I would say. I would. So say, you would say we ain't the Bengals. Like you're not the Bengals, but I think the expectations for them are kind of because you got to think Marvin Lewis has never won a playoff game. So you would think they're not. Maybe they're not the same expectations, but they're not that far off. I think the thing with the Chiefs is, and this is my frustration with them. This has been my frustration with them, and this is this partly goes back to Alex Smith. Great teams. Even good to great teams, when they have inferior opponents, they beat the brakes off of them. Like, I fully expect the Patriots next week to win, like, 40 to 10 because the Titans are trapped. They're not good. And when you look, one of the, the, one of the games I always point to is the Eagles, and the, um, the Eagles and the Chiefs. They're common, run common. Coach came from the, uh, Peter, uh, Andy Retree. Common opponents. The Chiefs played Denver that Monday night game. Trevor Simeon was awful. Awful. They won that game, and you walked away from that game going, they should have won by 20. Mm-hmm. I think the next week, the Broncos went on the road to Philly, lost 40-8. to eight. Like, when you have a really good team, when you have a crappy team in front of you, you beat the brakes off of them. When was the last time outside that playoff game against the Texans where the Chiefs just beat the break. I mean, they did it a couple of times this year. They play, they, it's like they played down. But don't you think that. that they've lost all of the trust in their fans to be an actual contender in the AFC now? If, no. it, if it were me, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that, that's one thing about Kansas City. These fans. I'm not saying they're going to – I'm not saying, obviously, they, you know, delusional fans are delusional fans. But at the same time, it's like when you watch the game, you, you say, like, water, You're is, water is wet. Right. And the Chiefs are not going to win this playoff game. And it's like, if you haven't instilled something in them in five years, 
then you've basically told them you need to be happy with us getting there and possibly winning our first round game. And that's it. And I feel like it's Andy Reid, and it's like, yo, like you got to give me something, you know? If the Chiefs would have even went to the next round and had a great game against the Steelers or the Patriots and took that L, you know, in a very competitive fashion, then you're like, look, we got Mahomes, we got Hill, we got Hunt, we got all these dudes. But right now, you're just like, bro, you have all them dudes and you just lost to the Tennessee freaking Titans? You lost to a quarterback who can't even throw for a first down. Like, he took Delaney Walker literally took six-yard passes on third downs like the whole second half, and he scrambled for first downs, and that's what you lost to. You know? You I just feel like there's nobody on the Chiefs that really have that killer instinct attitude, and that's from coaching down. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't see it. Maybe when in Eric Berry, mm-hmm. he kind of has that, but really it's nobody. Like, you don't see anybody out there just – crazy killer instinct attitude on their team. Like, it's all kind of lackadaisical. You know, they they don't have that that person that's going to pull them all together and walk up and down the sideline and fire them up and, like, we ain't going out like this. Like, we're going to get a stop. Like, you don't see that. They be out there dancing. Right. And I also (laughs) feel like they don't have a coach like that. They don't have a young coach that's chewing somebody out on the sideline. They got Reed and Sutton and some of these other guys that are just kind of like, all right, let's call the next play, you know? And it's like – yeah. You know, imagine Bill O'Brien. They always for, get these old you know, friend, like, you know, he would be cussing guys. out, you know, imagine Philip Rivers, you know, like he would like these dudes, like the passion behind playing the game. We get these loving guys that cry like Dick Vermeil. I watched Derek Johnson's post-game Herb, interview. Yeah, well, um, like, DJ's yeah. post-game interview was just like, yeah, well, they just out. They were the tougher team. We you know, it's like, team. We yeah, but what, what do you expect them to do now? Be mad on the field. <laughs> Be angry. Like, so I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a parallel, right? Jalen Hurts. They put that mic in front of his face after the game and ask him about how does it, you know, your thoughts on being benched. What were your words to Tua? And, like, Jalen Hurts is like, we won. Like, he's just smiling like, we won. And people are looking at him like, bro, why aren't you mad that you got benched? But they won. Yeah, but, winning but, cures everything, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but you want to be – Now, if he would have lost, I guarantee his post-game interview would have been a little bit different. Yeah, a but you want to – A little bit, a lot of different. <laughs> but it, as a kid, as a young man growing up, when you think about playing in those big games, you don't think about getting benched and watching from the sidelines. You think about being the guy. Like you think you want to be the guy and you are not. I mean, he had to answer how he, he got answered. them there and he played the first half. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but still, I like, get it. He I would hit be, the game winning shot, but. And he had to act, he had to say what he said. Now, if, he'd have, if he'd have lost, Man, he'd have had more room and range to share his emotion. Yeah. But Ben, if they won, he had to be like. Hey. Not to mention, but, I but to get back to the Tua point, though, is the clear cut starter next year. Oh, he's the clear cut starter. I don't think like so. there, that's his job. Like that's his job to, to lose. lose. It's his job. Job to lose. He but that's what I'm saying. But to get, but to get back to to, yeah, to Derek he played, Johnson, he played a half a football. I don't, I don't think he he played he played a half a football. He won a game, you know. But I mean, come on, like, I, I, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, don't go ahead, though. Back to the Chiefs. But but to back to Derek, like I don't, I mean. Doing all that cussing and fussing now ain't gonna do nothing. Like like Marcus Peters, where are we going? Home. You and know that's what I'm saying? saying is like, like it, or at, at some point, and maybe it's not in the NFL because we're all paid athletes. Saying, we're all paid athletes. Saying. But at some point, are you passion. not a reflection of your coach? 
Like, do you not see the personality of the team as a reflection That's how the, the Cowboys coach. are. They're like a day because like, their coach is like a I really, right. cool. I really think Derek Johnson's reaction was, I've been here before. Yeah. I'm, I'm hurt and disappointed again. Like, I don't. I got one year left, maybe with with this body of mine, <laughs> and this is this just hurts. Like I think so that's what I, uh, it was. Like I, I caught this story. I don't know how true it is. Um, I don't know why I would, why I would, I would catch a lie from the barber shop, but you know some people lie at the barber shop. Um, got it. Right, right, right. So um, Zach Fulton obviously goes to my barber shop. Uh, you know his jersey's up there, signs autographs. Seen him in there quite a few times. One of my buddies cuts his hair, you know. So I'm in the barbershop getting cut before the game. You know, we're all talking. Chiefs, Titans, yada, yada, yada. And uh, the guy cutting my hair said, yeah, Zach was in here like three days ago. He's like sat in a barber chair. And we're asking him like, you know, excited for the Titans this weekend? He's like, and all he said is, man, I could be on a beach somewhere right now. <laughs> That's literally his response. <laughs> was I could be on the beach somewhere right now. <laughs> yeah, but that just sounds like somebody who just don't want to go to work. Like, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, if you say, if you said to me, hey, you excited to go to work tomorrow? Nah, I mean, yeah. You don't get paid millions to do what you're supposed to Right. I, but love. That's a but bad analogy, bro, because nah. going to work, I mean, that's different than competing. Yeah. I mean, but I, you're, you're excited for that, bro. Right. It's, it's you're excited that you claim, for that. It's something that you claim that you love to do that you, you know, trained your life for. Right. Like, that's different. I don't care how much you love what you do. There are days when you get up like, man, it's probably oh, a day that I don't want to go to practice. Yeah. There's nah, never been a day but, that I didn't want to play but, in but the ba- game. But back in the day, uh, no. Reese like, hey, uh, hey, Reese, you got Central coming up. You ready to play the game? Right. Yeah, I'm ready to Now, if you yeah, ask me if I'm ready to go to practice, yeah, I might be like, nah, you know, I ain't really feeling practice Man, today. But I'm, the game, the uh, playoff game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're talking about he's on the beach I'll, right now. I can't feel you on that one, bro. I can't bro. feel you on that one, bro. These dudes, especially offensive linemen, you're talking about simulated car crashes every – 40, 50 snaps a game. Like, they love it. Man, I'm do. Man, I'm telling them dudes don't love it like you think they love it, man. <laughs> them dudes, that's why he talking about, man, I could be on the beach right now because he tired of getting hit every four or five times, man. Shout out to Zach Fulton, man. He probably won't be here next year. <laughs> and that was my thought is I don't know that he's signed. He's and this, is, this is fourth year. Uh, he, he deserves to start somewhere. Not because I think he's a great offensive lineman because I think he's good enough to start somewhere else. I think um, I, I I say this about Zach. But I think that honestly, the Chiefs line was better with him at center than Mitch Morris. Yeah, I agree. And I like Mitch Morris, but I just think I just think they operated better with Zach at, at on. At He's center. definitely an asset because he could come in and play play all the positions, all the positions. But I want him back. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, but I don't I just think don't he'll know be back. He might get some pay. He might get I some bread. I think bread is going to take him yeah. away. Yeah. Even though we have a lot of bread to spend if we get rid of Alex Smith. So anything, anything left you guys want to say about this Chiefs season before we close out? I this still segment? feel like that the, the, the Andy Reid sh- should be fired. I feel like Bob Sutton should get fired. Um, I'm kind of indifferent about um, the running back coach getting promoted to offensive coordinator. I understand why, because you're an offensive coach, so you ain't trying to bring somebody out else in with a whole different offensive scheme than what you run. So you promote within to keep your continuity together. So I get that, but. All in all, it was an up-and-down season. At times, we looked great. Thank you, Alex, for all that you've done for Kansas City. You had a wonderful year. I appreciate you. It's a eulogy. Um, but, you know, trying to move on to younger, better, and cheaper things. Uh, okay, I got a question. I got, I got a That's question. what winner go home stands for. Alex Smith goes to the Broncos. Never will are, happen. Are they 
That can't happen. Uh, why, why not? Because we're gonna trade Alex Smith. We'll never trade him to our to a division. <laughs> oh yeah, so, that's not happening. So 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 he goes to a team like the Broncos. Uh huh. Who just missing a quarterback? They go to the playoffs. He goes to the Texans. Playoffs. So oh, yeah, they're in the playoffs. Does, do they they win that division easy. Are they like a deep threat in the playoffs? No. Not no. Deep threat. No, no Alex Smith-led Smith team is a, is is a threat. threat. Deep threat Listen, in the playoffs. Okay. Deep threat in the passing game. He ain't even right. <laughs> <laughs> deep threat and Alex don't go together, bro. They'll make it to the playoffs like, like a Jaguars, yeah. a Texans. Yeah, the Texans uh, can win that, that division every year I even think if he goes somewhere like the Cardinals. Who, where Carson Palmer just retired. I, think. I don't know. If, I don't, they might make a wild card, but I don't know if they're going to win Man, that division. Man, I do not want to see Alex Smith throwing the Fitzgerald. <laughs> I don't want to see it. You no, might see it, bro. never. I don't want to see it. That might be the I best slant connection in all of football, it, bro. Alex down, Smith bro. can throw that slant, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry, Fitz, that happened to you, bro. Yo, man, Chiefs fans, man, hit us up. Let us know what you think about the season. Um, or, you know, I'm pretty sure y'all want to talk about it no more. So, you know, let us know what your hopes and dreams are for next year with my homes and uh, what Eric Bieniemy can do and who should be the new D coordinator. And so who do you want to who do you want to draft? I think they got a second round pick this year. They don't have a first rounder. So, you know, with that second round pick, who do you want the Chiefs to take? Hit us up on Twitter at Brains and Bars. Same for Facebook. You can also comment on the SoundCloud page in the comments of the show. So hit us up there as well. Um, coming up next, next song for the week is from the homie B Shock featuring 83 Paris. Charis, am I saying that right? I think it's Paris. I'm just going to call him Paris. And um, Jerry Manor, this song is called Feel the Wave. And you listen to It's a Black and White Thing. And you're back, and we're back, sorry, here on It's a Black and White Thing. That song you listened to was B-Shock featuring Pastor 83, Paris, and Jerry Mana. It's called Feel the Wave. You can purchase that everywhere music is sold digitally. Getting into this final segment, it is the divisional round this week in the NFL. We got four matchups across the board. Uh, we're starting the NFC. We'll start with, I think, the least compelling of the two games. The Atlanta Falcons going into Philly to take on the Eagles. You guys, give me your thoughts. Who you got in this game? I got Atlanta. I got depend, Atlanta. I depends on what which Nick Foles shows up. I do think Nick Foles shows flashes of being a franchise quarterback sometimes, and then he shows flashes of why he's a backup. Okay. okay. Let me rephrase my answer. 
because I don't want it to anyone to ever misconstrue that I'm pulling for Atlanta. I think Atlanta will win the football game. I'm not pulling for Atlanta. I'm not saying I won't let no. I just want to let that be clear. I want Philly to win, but I think Atlanta wins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think it's pretty clear I cut. Um, I don't necessarily think home field advantage or. Uh, I, I think Philly goes as their quarterback goes. I don't feel like they, they have a running back that carries the team. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, with Nick Foles there, I think it's pretty clear that Atlanta's got the easiest way yeah. to um, – to Philly defense is nice, though. NFC Championship. Yeah, it's, it's nice, but I believe they're going to tug on uh, Foles to, to do something for them, and it's just not going to be there. Like, they're going, they're going to reach for him. To like, hey, folks, we need you. So and it's just not, not going to be there. So, so um, entertainment purposes only. Falcons are three-point favorites on the road. So, you know, they are – I think it's – Easy money. You're giving three points. You're yeah. Gi- yeah, you're giving three points. <laughs> yeah. So, I would say that's probably a stone-cold lock of the week right yeah. there. Yeah, For I mean, entertainment purposes only. Yeah. Um, because Entertainment purposes only. Go uh, place your bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trip has South a point. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, man, like they're out. I, I agree with Reese. I think you got to look at their defense. Um, I think you got to look at. I think they're number two in the league. Um, Matt Ryan still throws, you know, Peyton Manning like out routes. Um, they just seem to be in the air forever. They and, just hang there. And old boy better stop getting fooled with them slanting goals. <laughs> I forgot the rules, but he better tighten up over there because Julio doesn't care about you. So, yeah, so I'm taking Atlanta as well. I, 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 I don't believe in Nick Foles. Um, Nobody I, does. Like, and they're going to treat him like teams treated Alex in the middle of the season. We don't believe you. Yeah. We're going to, so we're going to line up single coverage. And, and they ain't got us. no receiver that's just shout out to Zach Ertz. I mean Alshon, yeah, Alshon is shout nice. Out to Ertz. But they, they ain't got nobody nice. that, that they gonna like. We got to double you. No, Ertz. <laughs> nah, got double. I mean Deion Jones is nice. Keanu Neal can come. You can live with Ertz getting his and still win the game. You know, yeah. you don't have to make a game plan to stop Ertz when when Nick Foles is back there. I felt like also that Atlanta was very impressive in their win over the Rams. They were, they were, and shout out to you. You called it. Yeah, you I, pick. You I, picked the Falcons. I picked the Rams. I think man. I picked I the Falcons too. You, you both did. You both did. You did. Yeah. I picked, I, I, I yeah. Thought, because we had this whole again, conversation. Say, I, I said the Falcons would win the game. I didn't pick them. I wasn't right. pulling for. He doesn't him, like them, but he said. But he, I yeah. said I believe they will. He win. got a Matty Ice jersey. Would you like to rebut that? <laughs> okay. I'm just. I'm just saying. You know. Would you? Would you? Do you have anything to say? Because he he lobbed a pretty serious allegation out there. He he did and. Everyone knows that's a lie. <laughs> Nobody that no anybody that actually knows me know like just take that as a grain of salt. Yeah. And now we don't like Reese as much as we don't like the Falcons. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Same level. Same level. <laughs> All right. So the other NFC game: Saints going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Ooh. Oh, I mean, I feel like they played them this year already, and that the Vikings put hands on them. I'm gonna look that up real quick. I feel like that's what happened. Um. I'm going with – I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to go with the upset pick. I feel like last week we talked about how Drew Brees has not been Drew Brees this year, and then he came out Sunday and was like, um, just in case y'all forgot. Like, he went Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have forgot. So let me remind y'all who I am. He put up big numbers. The running game did nothing, so it was they put the ball in his hands and he made plays. And what was a great game, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, very good game. I enjoyed that game. Uh, I got the I got the Saints. 
I think the Saints are going to do it. Yeah, trusting Case Keenum in the playoff game does not seem to be the business. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm taking the Saints too. It, I, like when I'm when I'm torn, I go with the best quarterback, and I just don't. I, Case Keenum has had a great year. Shout out to Case Keenum. Like he has had a, a wonderful, way above expected year. But in the playoffs, it's a whole different scenario. Minnesota's defense is a beast. You know. Um, Minnesota can win this game. Let me say that they can they can win this game. But I just think at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, you need some points. You got to put it in your quarterback's hands. And, I, and I'm not I'm not going against Drew Brees on that. Uh, the the <coughs> the Minnesota beat the Saints 29-19, the first game of the season. Okay, that's a whole okay. different. The Saint, yeah, the Saints started out zero and two, and that's when people were kind of like. That Saints are you no know, are they done this year? But they went on like a six seven game win streak. So, but yeah. So I mean, first game of the season. You right. don't. I mean, Kamara hasn't fully birthed, right? You know, right. at that Adrian point, Peterson so, led them in rushing in that game. Yeah. Six carries, eighteen yards. It's, it's a whole different <laughs> yeah. thing. But I just think and what makes Minnesota so strong is Minnesota can man up on the outside yeah. and don't have to worry about doubling anybody. Like yeah, they their corners can man up and you can still. Stack that box with that with the with, with for the run. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. That's um, that's the most game I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, game. Minnesota Xavier Rhodes right is, is yeah. the defense yep. back. Yep, and Harrison Smith is all pro safety. All pro safety. Um, you know they can tackle. Like that's the, one of the things is the big play game against you know the Saints is the possibility of Al uh, Kamara getting loose and you know these guys these guys know how to wrap up when it comes to tackling. Um, I like if I was. Betting on a game, you know, um, I probably would take the Vikings um, just off home field advantage and just off of how dominant that defense is been. I feel like they're much better than the Panthers' defense, and the Panthers' defense is solid. Um, and 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 what the Panthers kind of did. However, I think the Panthers had a little bit of an advantage, seeing as how they played the Saints twice already during the year. So their game plan to stop the run, um, they probably had a little bit of advantage. Um, of course, I want the Saints to win. Um, but I think I'm going to take the Vikings in this game. I'm going to take the Vikings. And also, if I'm not mistaken, the Vikings have a new stadium. Uh, Newer. It's their second year, I think, in that stadium. It's a dome, right? It is a dome. Okay, so we're not dealing with no elements. freezing elements nope. you know, for nope. Drew Brees or anything like nope. that. Which would be crazy if the Saints win that game. They, get, they would not have played a game outside. Like, they would have spent yeah. all their games yeah. inside, nice elements. And then the Super Bowl, back in Minnesota, once again, yeah. they would have not have played nice. a game outside. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the Saints are uh, – I think the Saints – I think the, I like the Saints to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going with them all the way. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, man. We just saw last week, you know, like we all thought that Drew Brees was – pedestrian drew Brees, and it was literally like okay if you do stop our running game check this out mind you like, dude, i can still throw that thing the saints, you know? the saints tight ends played huge last week and yeah. caught a lot of uh, i think it was the dude's last name's hill, yeah. Josh hill. The other guys. Yep. like the yep. dudes like made plays for their quarter you see you see times where people plays aren't made for alex now again i you know in, in regards to the chiefs i feel like the first pass of the game should have been caught by tyreek hill you know, I feel like that there's times that did drop some. Like, I feel like he made wild. plays, but he dropped. I feel like there's times where people, yeah, they made plays for Drew Brees too last yeah. week, and I think that what separates, you know, 
um, a team that can be that dangerous. So. I think you get Teddy Ginn in, sit, in single coverage, you you might have a long touchdown on your hands. Yeah, yeah. Teddy like that. can run. I mean, or a yeah, long I mean, drop. it's gonna be a long he will drop that joint or a long man. drop. Hey, hey, hey Ginn <laughs> is doing a lot to put those bad memories out your he out, is. Out your mind no, right he now. Is. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he, no, he, I still he remember. Has. Yeah, he, and it will happen on the biggest stage. He will drop you a pass. Yeah. No faith in Ginn. All right, so we got we I got three Saints and one Viking. So can we just go ahead and get get go move to the AFC? Let's move on to Titans pass and just go Pats and just move on right. to the next game. Yeah, yeah. we we straight <laughs> we straight. There's really nothing to talk about here. A blowout about what right. pass the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, blowout. cool. So we got the Pats. Um, I think the spread is like 13. Um, I would disrespect hammer that, hammer that. Go ahead and take take that 13 because they y'all stink. Not, y'all not better than 13. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although I mean, best look, defense in the NFL, right? The who? Jaguars, isn't it highly considered probably the top three defenses in the NFL? They probably are the best statistically. They're, they're probably the best defense statistically. Okay, and so you're a 14 point dog. No, 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 no. no this no, is no. Titans. 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 Oh, Titans are 13 point. No, oh. no, no, no. So. Oh, Titans. Yeah. Take yeah. That. So we're done. We're done. Look. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, no reason. I might have to get if the Titans win that game, I will buy a Marcus Mariota jersey. All right. If the Titans win that game, right. I will buy a Marcus Mariota jersey. All right. I like. I'm it. rooting for the Titans. Nah, because I, I want a competitive I mean, game. Of course I'm rooting for the Titans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I mean, of course I am. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, I'll take that back. I, 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 well, I wouldn't be mad if the Titans won. I, I, would never, I can never root for the Patriots. How much more pissed off would you be as a Chiefs fan if it was the Titans and Jags in the AFC Championship? I would, man, if I was a Chiefs fan, I might commit suicide. Like, I just might. Like, like not this that is, we make light of that, y'all. Like, yo. <laughs> not that, again. Not, yeah, yeah. That's like, a serious thing. I mean, like, he just went like. <laughs> worse than my homeless comment. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. No, because yeah, yeah. you said he that meant, to an real person. He meant in a professional sports fan type of metaphorical way. <laughs> yeah, like, I, w- I mean, no, because it, no, because if you, if you watch that, that Jaguars and Bills game, you're just like, yo, like, it made me mad. As a Chief supporter, it pissed me off because I'm like, yo, y'all could have potentially been playing one of these teams. Like, you look at how trash those two teams were. Look, I still am not a believer in Big Ben. I still think Big Ben is going to make, is going to fold when it matters most because I think he's washed. Brady's old. I don't trust the Patriots or the Steelers. And I feel like that this was the Chiefs' year. Like, this was the year they could have gotten it done. There was no juggernaut standing in their way. Mental juggernauts because of the Patriots and because of what the Steelers have done to them. But, no, this could have been your year. But, yeah, like if you see if, man, that Woo. football's going to be so bad if it's Titans and Jaguars. It would and never be the Titans. It can't be. It can't be. Watch God, like, watch this. Watch like, this. Watch this. Uh-huh. Oh. All right, uh, Jags and Steelers. Yeah, Jags and Steelers, um, six-point dogs for the Jags on the road. A okay. team that they watched when they faced them the first time. Picked off Ben Four or five, five times. Five times, yeah. Um, Fournette ran for, I think, for almost 200 yards or yep. something like that. Like, he ran hog wide At over him. At Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. And this is now no Shazier, no Ryan Shazier in the middle. But, um, you know, your man right-hand Tebow you're good. cannot be trusted. Um, no, you're not beating Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh crowd in the playoffs. No. But a hobbled, I mean, we don't know. Steelers by 14. But we don't know how effective Antonio Brown is going to be. Steelers by 14. Let me say this much. They get Big Ben out of that game, Jaguars can win it. I hope not. man. And if their defensive line is as great as what has been advertised, 
I mean, it is. It's not even. It's not even. It is not like, hard real. to get Big Ben out of that game. Still lose by fourteen. Stop threatening me with a Titans Jags AFC Championship game, Award. Like, like now listen just, to this. Uh, Who you got, Steelers? Oh, of course. So your four picks are the Patriots, the Steelers, the Falcons, and the Saints. All four teams with franchise quarterbacks. Yeah, but that's because the other teams but have. But you don't believe in the franchise quarterback. No, I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't believe in the franchise Lose, what did he quarterback say last week, man. I said I mean, it's I'm overrated. Just, I'm waiting to hear the full. He said the franchise I'm, I'm quarterback is overrated. Okay, I said it's overrated. Me. I didn't say. I didn't say that Even it was. He said wasn't it's overrated. Real. Is something like saying something? Right. That's not. That's not. It is. What team has won a Super Bowl besides Trent Diffler without a franchise quarterback? Brad Johnson. <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, I mean, I got to pull up oh, all the teams. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, like, I didn't, like I didn't start goal. this. Like one I didn't decade. start this. Yeah, Maybe one, one a decade. One a decade. But at least Joe Flacco. Joe that's Flacco. That's not a franchise he quarterback. Franchise quarterback. He played franchise quarterback ball that year. If Eli's a franchise quarterback, Flacco is. He's Joe Flacco. Right. Joe Flacco. Flacco is a Joe, franchise Joe Flacco has tenure. Okay, he Joe has Flacco seniority. Is a franchise quarterback. He is undefeated in the playoffs. He, you have to he say played ball in the playoffs. Is like, he still undefeated in the playoffs? No, he ain't undefeated. Er, he lost to the Patriots. He looked like he a was friend. like six and zero or something like that. He, he had some like kind of Joe Montana stats or something Super Bowl, like that. I tell you that much. Yeah. I'll <laughs> say now. I'll say this about Flacco. Flacco is pedestrian in the regular season. He does turn into a different quarterback in the postseason. He's I, a franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. He is. He gets paid like I'm one. just saying, like, is this one, one, once a decade, if that, the fullback pedal is so funny. Go look Bro, it's, it's a but you at least have. Like, A1 got hands of a tight end, but, like, he got the back pedal of Dion in <laughs> his prime. But I'm not backpedaling. <laughs> this dude, A1. Show, where, about, where have I backpedaled? I'm talking about, run. like, like slump down, yeah. like, like, butt down. Fluid. Fluid. Backpedal is fluid. All right, so Ravens had Trent Dilfer. Against um, who was the kick against Kerry Collins? Neither one of those guys. That was two thousand, then or two thousand one. We talking about the one Super Bowl, right? Right. Ra- so Ravens with Dilfer. I'm just giving you an example, like uh, both winners I, I, and I losers. I want you to give me what we're talking about, buddy. Okay. Okay. I want you to give me what we're talking about. Don't talk Tampa about Bay with Brad agenda. Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Ravens with Flacco. He is not. He Peyton, is a, no, don't, 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 wait, don't you dare say what you're about to say. If you're Peyton about to say Manning something. playing the worst football of his life won a I'm Super about Bowl. To throw this football at hey, you, we bro. just want to thank y'all for listening. This has been a blast. Peyton <laughs> 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 made some good throws. You are game, crazy, bro. man. Man, he made like five good throws in when that game. When they counted oh, the most, God. like bro, I can't even deal Peyton with Manning him, didn't man. play well in that game. He didn't play well in that game, but it's times where they needed something. He to was happen. still Peyton Manning <laughs> in name only. Bro. The defensive players were looking at the sheriff, the freaking Peyton Manning. Man, get out of here with that sheriff crap. Man, nobody, nobody calls him the freaking sheriff. What a lame nickname. Get out of here with that. Peyton Manning. Still, Look, I understand your beef, bro. You, you still, are, uh, it is overrated. You're hating, Let, let's bro. give him. I'm not Flacco. a hater. Let's bro. give him Flacco. Don't hate He's on Peyton. He still only named three people in, in the last his 18 years. years. It doesn't. It's still overrated. How? Three. You just proved that it wasn't. Because here's the thing. You here's just a, literally proved that it wasn't. Don't tell me this is a team sport and then tell me that you have that one guy is the difference. Quarterback. You is just the most proved that it was position. by naming off the list. Listen, in a team sport, what? 
Probably what besides pitching. He this is quarterback this is, is the, the most hip, important position on the field. This is the hypocrisy of a one, right? Is, yeah, hey, hold up, time out, yeah, time he out. Believes that's the, the name. Back that's the new name of the show, bro. He believes no. the hypocrisy <laughs> of a one. He believes the backup quarterback is the second most important position. I did not say that. Do but, not misrepresent oh, my position. The Do quarterback not, is that, the most. The back pedal is amazing. First of all, I have a head coach who agree with that theory. By the way, I have a head coach who. Agree. He coaches college football. How many college coaches in this room? Raise your hand, please. Thank you. Anyway. So one coach agrees. How many college coaches are in the room right now? Please raise your hands. I don't see any hands being raised here. Anyway. You are backpedaling, bro. I'm not backpedaling. You are. It's overrated. You I have not backed proved, up. Uh, you, you, you just proved. That if you you didn't know three three like, people. If I, I was wrong about one, like about I agree Super Bowls, that bro. back that that back You're quarterbacks crazy. is probably one of the top five most important positions. I agree with that statement, but I agree with that statement saying that quarterback is the most important position on the field. It is an important position on the field. The most. It is. Name one position on the football field more important than the quarterback. Left tackle. No. If if you don't have a left tackle who can protect you. I mean, we see, we saw that from from Alex Smith. Let Eric Fisher get beat by two, three times in a row, and watch what happened when he can't see Eric Fisher in his line of sight. I just seen Aaron Rodgers look amazing with a bad left tackle. I don't see Aaron Rodgers look horrible with bad line play. My whole point is this: I've never seen Aaron Rodgers look horrible. <laughs> Let's okay. be honest. Well, well, no, average maybe, but yeah, average <laughs> game maybe let, was horrible. <laughs> when I talk about franchise, talk about Ben, bro. <laughs> when I talk about franchise quarterbacks, my point is this: they're important. I didn't say they weren't important. My point is, is that you need a complete team to <sighs> win a football game. It's a reason. I'm not backpedaling. They call them I've been consistent. Like, You've well, not been consistent. There's, there's no other position. Listen, there is no other position that they I even call the like, franchise anything. Listen, how you can ever you hear have like a franchise receiver? How can that, you have a complete team without having the consistent quarterback year after year? But that's what you need is consistency. You don't need greatness. A consistent quarterback year after year is a franchise quarterback. I give you that. So your Flacco <laughs> argument is done. But but Flacco's not consistent. Oh my God, man. If Flacco Stop, was consistent, man. the Ravens would be in the say. playoffs Here's more. Here's what we say. We give a quarterback a, a break. We say, man, he's had a different offensive coordinator in a different system four years in a row. Which if we did for really, Alex Smith. If we could really Which we know, did for Alex Smith. just get somebody in there, you know, and so then we say to ourselves, like, okay, well, this team if they could just have somebody in there that's a franchise quarterback to learn to play with and to learn to be led and to learn to be We have every... gotten so far off track. Like, how did we end up here? How did we you, end up? Because you wouldn't just accept that you're wrong, but you want to backpedal. I'm and not you back- backpedal to show anyway, you. No, because 30 minutes ago, here. 30 minutes ago when I realized here. in my head that all your picks were going to be franchise quarterbacks, I said, I am about to turn this conversation. <laughs> and, you start, and you start backpedaling. It's I never backpedal. I got the Patriots, the Steelers, the Falcons, and the Saints. And then out of that, I'm taking the Falcons and the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl. I got Saints and Steelers because I don't want the Patriots anymore. 
I got Steelers. And I don't like Big Ben. I got Steelers Saints. Saints win. Uh, and I got I got a rematch. I'm going with the rematch. Patriots, Falcons. All right, man. So we already in the overtime because we should have ended this segment like 15 minutes ago. So this is a new segment we're adding to the show. We're calling it the OT. Calling it backpedaling. No, we're not calling it backpedaling. Because <laughs> that's what you're good at. We're calling it the We're calling it the OT. There's any topics that we might have missed that happened over the course of today or the last couple of days since we last. Tape the show, tape the podcast. So here are a couple of quick hitters. You guys can give your quick thoughts on this. First of all, Golden Globes happened this weekend. Oprah Winfrey got a, I guess, the equivalent of a lifetime achievement award, if you will. First African American woman to win that award. She gave a great speech, um, highlighting sexual assault, sexual harassment that's been happening all throughout Hollywood. And from that speech, a lot of people said that she should run for president. And my thoughts are: Are you out of your mind? I understand we got one celebrity president in office that does not mean that once that precedent has been set that we have to follow that path that's all i have to say yeah. anything you want to add to that or can i keep yeah, going uh, i'm voting for dwayne johnson the rock oh 2020 god. oh my god my thought is this with the presidency and i shout out to oprah congratulations love her you know do your thing but i, I feel like just with a lot of other things if you have no political experience you should not be able to be in the most the highest political office in our country enough said uh I second that, and my thing is this: like, what else could go wrong? I mean, I don't know. I don't you know. Me no worse. Like, what, you'll what? get a vote. You'll get a vote. You'll get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. She All would right. win. Yeah, she probably would. I mean, from, I from women alone. Look, look, look <laughs> right. who, look who won. No, last year. All right. <clears throat> All right. So. Next right. next topic, we got Triple B on Triple B Crime. The Better Business Bureau rated the big baller brand an F um, in its <laughs> in its review of the company. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the people who purchased um, some shoes from them never complained that he never got them, and their the big baller brand response was that you are a small baller, not a big baller, since you were complaining about the shoes. The manufacturer has now sued LeVar Ball and the big baller brand for not paying on the production of these shoes, which are already super late for from Jump. Um, you know, you got your guys' thought on the better – oh, my fault. The best part of this was uh, LeVar Ball saying, I didn't know that – the only triple B's, you know, that I acknowledge are the big baller brand. I didn't know that the Better Business Bureau was still a thing. What? <laughs> so the Better Business Bureau? <laughs> yeah, he thought they went out of business, I guess. Oh, apparently. yeah. So Barball <laughs> is the smartest idiot. The smartest dummy. That's like, hilarious. Like, that, that's out there. Like, I, I heard about the person. They, they put the shoes on sale and out there to sell before production of the shoes were done. Stupid. I mean, at least if you say that, say, hey, you know, we're not done. Like, it's a pre-sale. That's know. something local Christian hip-hop rap artists do with T-shirts. Like, <laughs> right. And I say that Cause I do because it. I do it. Because <laughs> I do it. You know? I got a couple shirt payments in my inbox, and I'm still ain't in my new job. Shirt ain't in production yet. You know, <laughs> it just put out there. I just put a design for you to see and make it where you can order. So, I mean, I just think it's dumb. Like, I, I don't uh, – LeVar Le- Ball gets on my nerves. Like, I can't stand to do it. I think he's just – I think he's smart. In the sense of being able to gain attention, like, who's going to be the famous. I mean, and you're going to be like, dang, what does this dude famous for? Kind of like we do with the Kardashians, not understanding how they really <coughs> get all the viewing that they do. I think uh-huh. he's like that. But 
Yeah. I think he's bad. He's just bad. Like, for, for he's going to be bad for the Lakers. He's going to be bad for – he'll get his son some place. But I think he's going to kill it for the sons that's coming underneath Lonzo. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, because no other NBA team, when they see all the stuff that he's doing against the Lakers or all the stuff that he's saying, nobody else is going to want to deal with that now. Um, you know, something that was interesting to me, one, I really appreciate Luke Walton's sarcasm. Oh, his, that was uh, hilarious. In his uh, post-game speech, as he said that he took the uh, – Lonzo Ball out of the game because his dad was talking, was talking trash. Um, Hilarious. Yes. He they made they sure, they, they, they made sure that afterwards he said, no, I'm just joking. But just the, just the side of him that did say yeah, that. that was hilarious. Um, thought that was funny. I also read a, a, a comment from Steve Kerr this week um, yes. about uh, just kind of the situation that we talked about earlier in the first quarter of our comments about ESPN and making budget cuts and different things like that. But, yeah, we're sending all of these reporters and everything out to Lithuania to cover, you know, um, this this attitude of, of what LeVar Ball has created um, and it being a societal issue. And I, and I agree with it. Um, uh, you know, foolishness is held in the highest regard now in, in the world that we live in. It's almost like we would rather see foolishness than we would rather see substance, content, and actual um, growth in people. Um, and so it's just, it that, that is probably the reason why I dislike LeVar Ball, in a sense, because I think he feeds into that and he understands the more foolish he is and the more dumb he looks, then the more he will be followed in, 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 in what he does. Um, and then here's another tidbit. Bleacher Report just reached an, released an article that says uh, Bruce Arians was interviewed and said that he knows Nick Saban personally and he covets the Giants head coaching job and that he could see him leaving Alabama for the NFL. Man, Nick Saban would be a stone cold fool to leave Bama. I would love it if that happened. <laughs> he not leaving. You got Bama. a better chance of Belichick. However, he did Giants. just tie Bear Bryant and I think that we all know after last night that Nick Saban it's probably undisputed that he's the best college football coach of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. Nobody's going nobody's going so if he is that much of a competitor, narcissist, uh, he had a horrible stint with the Dolphins. Who knows? Nah, I mean, from what I hear, his wife loves being, uh, loves running Tuscaloosa, hmm. and you can't run New York. <laughs> no, you can't run New York. So <laughs> you um, sure can. <laughs> so no, nah, I don't see that happening. Um, any final thoughts from you guys before we close it out? Shout out to the Lakers, man. All right, going once. Going twice. Shout out to the Lakers. Oh, real quick. Shout out to number 48 from Bama who had it. Oh, who was on that? Took that hit a crack at half. Hey, that boy. Came out on team. That boy must have hit a nice line of coke before he came out there because he was wilding. I mean, he <laughs> fighting coaches. He clotheslining people. He clotheslined. I thought dude. he was going to pull a Damon Wayans and pull out a gun like on the last Boy <laughs> Scout on the kickoff. Like he was out there bad. Wow. I love the uh, video. If you go back, I retweeted it a couple times because obviously the Bama's defense coordinator is now our head coach, and he's literally standing in front of the fight, coaching his tail off. Has no clue what's going on behind him. You know, <laughs> this literally up your your linebacker, backup linebacker is punching the other coach. People falling down or whatever, and there's the defensive coordinator just glued onto the field and what's going on. Yeah, man, that that he had a he had a night to he will be telling his kids about forever. The night I fought a coach. I clotheslined the guy and won a national title. Like yeah. I always this get off my tangents, brand. but I'm I'm cool with never seeing kickoff returns again. By the way, 
I just don't like kickoff returns. I don't. I don't. I feel like it does more what? than just put me at the twenty-five yard line. Like I, it, I don't it, like them now. I used yeah. to love kickoff. Kickoff return used to be one of my most yep. exciting parts of the game. Every time I feel like somebody brings it out now, I feel like you're going to end up on the eight-yard line. You're With either going to get hit or there's going to be a block in the back or something like that. So yeah. I'm done with kickoff returns. I'm with you. I I think it's just it's just it's so many holding calls. They're not excited. They always get ran. They always get returned. Yeah. Part of my favorite part of watching the red zone is when they show you the kickoff returns and they go, and it didn't count because there was a flag. Like they did it about fifteen yeah. times this year. We're not in the Josh Cribs, you know, you know, days, Devin Hester's, you know, all that stuff's gone. You know, yeah, too worried okay. about concussions. Oh. I guess. All right, well, that's an interesting way to end the show. So this is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. But anyway, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Uh, once again, go to Twitter, go to Facebook, search at Brains and Bars. Comment on the show. Hit us up with your thoughts. Email us there. You can DM us. Um, you know, email us any questions you might have about the show. Any feedback you have is appreciated as well. I appreciate the Lowe's Factor coming in from the Same Difference Podcast back-to-back weeks. You know what I'm appreciate saying? It, SD Podcast it. underscore one on Instagram. Did I get that right? SD underscore podcast one. I'm going to get it right one day. It's I'm not right, on the show. Man. If y'all have me on the show, I'll get it right. Saying, right. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you. He, you know, never mind. I ain't going to start no trouble up. All right, don't start no trouble. Man. I mean, that was Reese. That wasn't me. But anyway, um, shout out to the boss Reese coming through, holding it down. Um, blank yeah. Canvas coming soon. The single Black Paint is out on all where you, wherever you can purchase digital music. To the homie Award, good luck in your battle this weekend. <clears throat> Um, four for 60. You can follow him on his journey as he has four battles in 60 days. I am Award.com. Um, and for me, A1, I appreciate y'all listening. Shout out to B. Harris, the humble one, for holding us down. And uh, until next time, it's been a black and white. Wow, like you're kind of late on that. My bad. Let, the three, two, one. Let's try that again. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing. All right, we'll holler at y'all next week. Deuces. Free CD for the homeless man. <laughs> <laughs>